Hey there, welcome to episode 13 of Inbound Agency Journey. So fired up to have you here today and very excited to welcome Mark Schaefer to the podcast. This is going to be an episode where we dig into a little bit of how Mark runs his agency and on the other side, how does he handle all that comes with being a global speaker, being a best-selling author, and we're going to dig into his newest book called Content Code and you are going to find some amazing nuggets in here that will help you better service your clients Because as we all know as marketers, creating great content is only the starting line today. We now need to figure out how to take that content and ignite it. And Mark has spent the last two years diving deep into this topic, and he's going to share some nuggets in this interview, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. So here we go. Welcome to Inbound Agency Journey. This is the show where inbound agency leaders share the strategies, shortcomings, and successes they've experienced in their journey toward building their dream agency. Now, here are your hosts, Andrew and Gray. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for coming on and joining us on Inbound Agency Journey. Would you mind opening us up and giving us a view of how you got to be the professor, author, speaker extraordinaire that you are today? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know I'll, I'll answer it in a very unusual way. Um, I, one of my favorite bands is the Black Keys. And uh, I actually have got to met, meet those guys and spend some time with them. And today, they're one of the biggest touring rock bands in the world. They recently did, uh, you know, Madison Square Garden. They're touring arenas. But it took them five albums before they really had a big commercial success. And so I got to be friends uh, with specifically Patrick Carney, the drummer. And he said, you know, um, there wasn't any big moment. He said, every album just kind of goes a little bit better than the last one. You work hard, you keep, you know, you keep touring and building your audience and it just, it it just happens. And I think that's the way it was for me too. There, there wasn't any sort of, um, big aha moment or there wasn't any big, uh, event that changed things. Um, I just, I just worked hard and, and just was consistent about it. And, um, I started really, I think the blog was um, today to build a perfect a personal brand. You need to have some sort of content on the web, whether it's a blog, a video, or a podcast like you're doing here. And so I started the blog, and because of all my business experience, I think it resonated with people, and it started to take off. People eventually started to share it. That led to a couple little speaking things. I wrote my first book. So it it, it just was... It was step by step, Andrew. There, it wasn't anything really huge, so I don't want to disappoint your le- your re- your listeners with you know thinking, oh my gosh, he's going to give us some big insight here. It was just consistency, uh, dedication to good quality, and always treating people who read your blog uh, or consume your content with just a lot of uh, respect and even and even love. I think that that resounds with people. Mm. Yeah, I see that a lot in just the way you interact and the way I see you commenting on things and the way I see you on Twitter and then in real life. Like you have a very genuine way that you communicate and I think that comes out in your online platforms 
and you do a good job of show, showing other people that even in a B2B space, you can still be personal in that way. You have to be. I mean, I, you have to be, especially in B2B. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we can kind of be dazzled by all this digital stuff and social media, but people still buy from people. They buy from the, the those that they know and they trust. And the digital digital presence is really an extension of who we are. Uh, it's nothing to really be intimidated about or afraid of. If you're a good salesperson, if you're a good business person, you can be that way on digital too. Hmm. So can you kind of walk us through, I think a lot of people can, they know who Mark Schaefer is. They, they've read your books. They've seen your videos. They've read your blog. Can you give us a light into how you help your clients? What does a client engagement look like? I know you work with some really, really popular, well-known brands, but mm-hmm. how do you support them and how do you help them achieve the goals that they're trying to accomplish? Well, I work with, with clients on, on many different levels. Um, sometimes I do training and workshops. Sometimes I even do individual coaching. The things that I love most of all is when I get to help with strategy development. I think that is my real strength is developing uh, marketing strategy. I'm, I'm kind of best known, I guess, for my writing and my speaking on social media things, but I really love marketing strategy. So when I get the opportunity to work on the really, really hard problems, uh, that's where I, I get ignited. <laughs> that's where I light up. Um, I, um, so I work on a variety of different things. Sometimes I'll, they'll bring me in for big uh, sales meetings to do uh, speeches. But I would say strategy is, is the thing where I probably have my, it's my biggest interest and it's probably also the biggest uh, revenue source for my business. Okay. And does that, when you're creating a strategy for someone, what, can you open it up? What does that look like? Are you kind of rolling up your sleeves at the corporate table next to some of these companies or do they bring mm-hmm. you in, give you a recap and say, Hey Mark, come back in two months and show us what you've got. How does it work? Well, usually when they bring me in, um, they've got a problem. Um, They have a strategy and it's not working, or they thought they had a strategy, but they really didn't. Or uh, one case I've been working with uh, Adidas where they're launching a new division, and uh, this is a German company trying to understand American digital marketing, and so they, they needed help right at the beginning. So it's really a variety of things. And I should also add, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> that one of the things I love to do is I've got a place on my site where anybody can sign up for an hour of my time. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's an hour. It's 200 bucks. I mean, any business can, can afford that. And we can get a lot done in an hour. And I think the, the biggest thing that I can help a, a, a business with is really just uh, clarity about marketing is really about figuring out maneuverability. And a lot of, a lot of people kind of miss that. They say, oh, well, we need a Facebook page. Oh, we need a Twitter account. You know, maybe we need advertising. Maybe we need SEO. You know, and those are just tactics. But what you really need to figure out is where can you maneuver? And that is different for every business in every industry. It might depend on are you the market leader? 
Do you have a new idea? Are you are you a new entry into the market? Um, are you early? Are you late? Do you have lots of resources? Are you bootstrapping? Um, are the barrier the entries to barrier low in your business or are they high in your business? All of these things really help dictate your maneuverability. And those are the things you have to consider really that leads itself to marketing strategy. And uh, you know, honestly, a lot of people don't, don't understand that nuance, but that's what marketing strategy is really all about. Oh, that's awesome. So when you're, when you're building a strategy for, for a client and you're going about doing all that you do, can you show us a little bit about what does a support team look like that's around you that helps mm-hmm. you kind of accomplish all that you're doing here? Well, I have, um, I don't think it's a unique model, but I think it's a model that might be different for a lot of people that um, I don't have, I'm just thinking here, yeah, I don't have any full-time employees. Um, What I've done is is I have like a virtual agency and I, I have a lot of very strong relationships with strategic partners, some amazing people. Um, that have experience with McKinsey and have experience with some of the biggest agencies in the world and some of the biggest companies in the world. And I also have people that are, you know, stay-at-home moms that I believe in that can, that are doing great work and that help me with design, help me with research, help me with different IT things. And what I'll do is I'll assemble a team specific for a problem. So, the team I assembled for Adidas is much different from a team I would assemble for Johnson & Johnson. And that way, I'm under no pressure to sell people something. It's not like I've got this back room of people and i got to keep them busy. Okay. When, when we finish a project, those people go away. So, so, so whenever you hire a typical advertising agency – um, about 70 to 80% of what you're paying for is overhead. I don't have that. So I can provide the best possible strategy for a very, very reasonable cost. You know, so I've, I've, I'm working with a big, uh, well, well, Ogilvy, I'm working for, with a big advertising agency. And, you know, I'm, you know, chart, you know, thinking, charging them what I'm thinking is, you know, pretty good number. And they're saying, we just can't believe how efficient you are. <laughs> we, we we just we can't believe you can get this done, and I'm thinking, wow, this is great news because I'm making really good money off of this. But compared to other people, you know, they're really happy because you know I don't have all this overhead, hmm. and so uh, I think that's really the way business should be done today. I mean, I'm learning a lot from the millennials. Millennials, they're creating businesses completely based on online networks. I love that. I'm learning from the millennials every day, and, and that's, that's the way to do business going forward. That's awesome. So are you, when you bring on a new client, are you managing the project yourself? Are you kind of constructing that team and putting someone in point to make sure that deadlines are hit and everything like that, or is that all on your plate to keep track of? Well, it, it, it varies. Uh, it varies. I mean, a lot of times when I'm working with very, very large companies, they have advertising agencies who ultimately are responsible for the execution. So when I'm developing a, a project or a strategy, I'll, I'll often work with um, 
uh, work hand in hand with with an agency and the people that are ultimately going to um, be be delivering the goods. Um, sometimes I'm just there for the strategy. Sometimes I'm there, like in the case of Adidas, to kind of help them execute and 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 move forward. Um, so it's it just there's there is nothing typical about what I do. It's it's a different type of project, you know, every single day, every single week, which is part of the fun. Okay, oh, that's awesome. When um, when you're thinking about you know servicing clients, and also like you're constantly coming up with new ideas, you're leading in thought, you're writing books. Are you are you always keeping a journal or a notebook? How are you tracking all the ideas that you've got running through your head as you're going down uh, just in a, an ordinary day? Well, I, I do that a couple of ways. Um, so, for example, uh, just talking to you today, I get lots of I get lots of great ideas just from talking to people. So, you know, kind of explaining to you my. Uh, strategy process, you know, I'm kind of using this word maneuver, maneuverability, which I haven't used for a long time, but there's something important there. So while I'm talking to you in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, this would make a really good blog post. (laughs) So after we're done, I'm going to go into WordPress and capture that idea. I'm not going to write the post. I'm just going to capture that idea so that when I have my quiet time each week to, to plan and to write and to blog, I've got a whole list of ideas to to uh, to think about. I also keep um, a little a little diary that I keep with me for a, a lot of ideas. I think the key to running. I mean, I've got nine different revenue streams, and I'm starting two more businesses, two new businesses right now. So I've got a lot. Plus, you know, I consult and I speak and I blog and I. You know, and I'm, I'm work. I, I just came out with a new book, so I'm you know promoting the new book, the content code. So I got a lot going on. But the but the thing is, to, to be successful in this really dynamic environment, you have to be extremely disciplined. You can't chase every shiny red ball. And so I was talking to my team this morning. We had a team call for one of these businesses that you know, I'm, I'm starting a business actually based on the new book, on the content code book, to teach people how to ignite content. That's the only way they're going to get any economic uh, benefit from their content is to, is to make it move. Companies aren't even thinking that way today. And, and we're developing a process and a competency to do that. I have so many ideas and my team has so many ideas on how we can do that. But we can't. We can't follow every single idea. We have to keep it simple. We have to deliver on this process. We have to build a customer base. We have to get cash flow coming in. And then we start working on new ideas. So you, you have to stay very, very focused on what is going to deliver the goods. Okay. That's, that's good advice. When, can you give folks an overview who may not have read Content Code yet? What are as you're launching this business now, and you've obviously been chewing on this a lot because it came from the blog post you sort of launched on uh, Content Shock. Can you give us mm-hmm. a background on what is the real problem that you're trying mm-hmm. to help folks identify in this book? Well, the, the, it's, it's, it's not only a problem. I think it's the problem <laughs> that, that everybody in marketing and advertising and public relations and sales is fighting through right now. And it's this, that the world is becoming so noisy 
And there's so much competition to try to get our content to rise above this noise to become the signal that is increasingly difficult to win. And it's, it's very predictable in a way. Um, you know, when, if you were the first business that had a website, you had some competitive advantage until your competitors figured it out. And then you had to get more clever. If you were the first business to figure out search engine optimization, you had an advantage until your competitors figured it out. Then it got more expensive. It got more competitive. Same thing is happening now with social media and content and mobile marketing. If you were the first one to figure it out, there you had a competitive advantage for a period of time. But now it's getting so difficult and so expensive to compete, we have to be thinking about what's next. What is the next piece of the conversation? What is the next era in digital marketing that we need to focus on and that we need to become the first mover in this strategy? And that strategy is content ignition. So, I mean, today the conversation in marketing is all about content, content, content. We have to create more content, better content, optimized content. We have to build our audience. But the missing link is that content doesn't deliver any economic value unless it moves, unless people see it, they engage with it, and they share it. That's the driver of digital business today. And I've got lots of statistics and data in the book to kind of back that up. Now, if, you're, if you buy into that idea, and I think it makes common sense, now all of a sudden you have to think about, okay, how do we get content to move? Who moves content on the web? Why do they move it? Where do they move it? How do they move it? And what can we do in our business to connect to those people and help them? So that's what the book is all about. And it has six strategies, as far as I can figure out after studying this for a year and a half, it's the only six ways you can get content to move. Some of them are obvious. Some of them are really not so obvious. They're really quite quite innovative, I think. So, but the, you, Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just thinking from your business standpoint, and I love the idea of identifying a need, teaching on it, and then crafting a business out of it. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Do you... Do you foresee like walking people through these elements? Is this a software idea? How do you how are you going to use the vehicle to help people take this kind of action? Well, it's really a um, I guess the best way to, to talk about it is it's it's really a consulting, almost like a teaching process. Where what we will do is we're developing uh, um, kind of this uh, measurement system. Um, that we can do an analysis of their current marketing state on about 50 different points and come up with a score and compare their score to competitors and other people that are like them in, in their business and then come up with a very, very detailed report and a detailed plan about here are the, the very specific steps you can take today to make a dramatic impact on your marketing effectiveness. Mm. And um, there's so much there. And one of the things we're struggling with on the team is that this thing can go so deep. Uh, there's, there's so much analysis that can be done. There's so, and, and we have access to 
some proprietary software tools. We're going to be able to measure things and provide advice nobody else could ever do. And so, um, so at the end of the day, the client will have a report. They'll have a process. They'll have ideas. But we're also going to provide the client with an opportunity to stay with us and, and, and continue to have us teach them and give them new ideas each month and to say, okay, you were at a 55 last month. What are you this month? And there's no question that if you continue on this path to raise that score, that is going to be a leading indicator to market share and sales. Hmm. That is so good. I think it's, I've read the book. I loved it. I think it's a book that's going to, it's a philosophy that I always knew was important, but actually reading it and especially the examples you share in there opened my eyes to just the value of like, it was staring at me on the page for a long, long time. I just didn't see it. (laughs) Um, Kind of smacked me in the side of the head like, oh crap, we got to be thinking about this stuff because so many people are out there (laughs) creating so much content as agencies. Crap, yeah. we got to move it now. So thank you for writing but that, it. But, but, but that's the right reaction. That's exactly the conversation uh, that needs to be happening right now, Andrew. I had a comment from a, a guy out in Seattle yesterday, and he said, I've, I'm reading your book, and I'm awestruck. <laughs> and I'm, I'm incorporating these ideas immediately into my plans on my customer conversations because it's the right discussion to have it's the right conversation that we need to have in this crazy uh you know economic situation we're in right now yeah it's timely uh mark i'd like to shift gears a little bit and i would like to stop talking about business i'd like to talk about you personally and just get a picture of what gets you up and going in the morning what is your routine that makes you tick is there anything that you do on a consistent basis that factors into each morning to help you tackle a new day Oh, that's an interesting question. I don't know if anybody has ever asked me that before. Um, you know, I am at just a a great place in my life. Um, you know, I've been in business for 30 years now. I've had a lot of great experiences. My my kids are grown and the college education is paid for. <laughs> good place uh, to and, be. And it's a good place to be. And so I can be really selective about what I do and what projects I take on and you know where I speak. The other really cool thing is that my wife is involved in the business. She's the business manager. So she runs all the finance and the logistics and the travel and the accounting and all that stuff. So it's kind of fun to kind of go on this business journey together and pick things together and work on things together. And it's fun. So, I mean, every day I'm working on on business and I'm writing and I'm talking to interesting people like you, but it doesn't really seem like work. So I don't really need any motivation in the morning. I, I look at my calendar every day and say, wow, this is going to be a fun day. And again, you, you've, you've got to stay disciplined. You've got to stay focused to, to keep all these things going because I've got a lot of balls in the air. But the thing is, is that, you know, my wife and I are kind of working on this together and uh, she's starting to see that you know the benefits of this is we you know it's hard work, but guess what? We get to go to New Zealand. It's hard work, but guess what? You know, last week I was a guest speaker on a Caribbean cruise. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and she and she and, and she got to go with me. So uh, you know, so we're, we're at a point where I mean, it's it's kind of unusual. 
Uh, and it took me 30 years to get here, 30 years of hard work to get here. But, uh, you know, I don't really need any motivation in the morning. I'm just at a great place where, uh, you know, I, I, I just have wonderful work and wonderful clients and interesting people that I work with uh, that gets me going every day. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, well, Mark, thank you so much for your time. You've just shared some awesome stuff here. If anyone, if there's an agency owner who's listening right now and they've got a small business and they're getting up and they're getting going, could you share one tip that you, if you could leave them one thing uh, to help them get their business up and going, what would that be? Well, I think it's probably the same tip, tip you gave a, a little bit earlier is you got to read the content code because you know, if you're using the same game plan on your marketing that you were using a year ago, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And that's what people are realizing when they start to see what's going on. And if you think business is hard today, it's about to get a lot more difficult as this, as this wave of content literally explodes this competing for attention. We've got to work differently. We've got to think differently. And a good place to start is with the content code. Mm, couldn't agree more. Mark, if folks want to get in touch with you, what is the best channel that they can use to contact you? You can find everything about me on businessesgrow.com. You can find my contact information, my social media uh, connections, my books, my podcast. Uh, my blog, lots of free information available there for, for individuals and businesses of all sizes. Awesome. Well, Mark, best of luck with your business building, your speaking, your professing, all that you do. And again, thank you so much for joining us on Inbound Agency Journey. Thanks, buddy. I sure appreciate you having me. It was a, it was a pleasure. Great job with the podcast. This episode of Inbound Agency Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management tool built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. If you want to learn how to manage, track, and scale your inbound agency with a pre-built and proven system, visit doinbound.com slash journey. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash journey. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Andrew just finished up his interview with Mark Schaefer, and we're here to do a quick little recap. Um, Andrew, how much fun did you have talking with Mark on this interview? <coughs> that much fun all at once? It was awesome, Greg. <laughs> Andrew, that is astounding. Possibly the most excited I've ever heard. <coughs> well, so much for just getting a little bit of water to prep for the recap. <laughs> Fair enough. It was an awesome convo with Mark. I love, I've had a chance to hang out with Mark a few times uh, when he has come to Harrisburg for social media at work. He and my aunt are really good friends and met him through that. And he's just a really personal guy. Uh, I know that came across in the conversation. Um, he's very helpful and open to share things just like the inbound agency community. So it was an awesome convo. And the biggest takeaway I I had was he was an agency owner. And all he did was start creating content, and he kept creating content. And when you see that the consistent investment in educating people and just being helpful and how that can elevate you to a global platform where you are consulting with massive brands uh, and government contracts and everything, like anyone can do this if you have a good attitude and you are consistent and you've got a good head on your shoulders. I like it. 
Mark talked about uh, he mentioned both love and respect in the same sentence, talking about how you treat people and being personal. And he said, especially, he emphasized that personality and um, just kind of the I'm a human, the human element in the B2B space. Um, any takeaways from that part of the conversation? I think it's a good reminder um, when we're you're an agency, like you can always kind of think about how am I going to make the pitch? How am I going to make the sale here? And I think Mark is always a good reminder that you're working with people and you're investing in people and you never know what sort of a dividend that can bring about from a business perspective. So don't always just think about the clothes. Like you could be, if you help someone out, that could lead to them telling a friend who actually owns a multi-million dollar company or their little startup could uh, grow traction and become a real success that you could um, then have a business relationship in the future or something like that. Like help people out, and that in itself is going to do good things. Um, I, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good reminder for all of us because as your agency grows, you know your time is more and more important and more and more valuable. And when you have people who might not be able to, they don't look like the best prospect, you know, right at the beginning. I think like Mark works with college students all the time. He's a mentor to people, and that just builds on itself, and I think it's good for us to remember that. Yeah, I think so too. I used to kind of think, I don't, this didn't necessarily process consciously, but okay, back in the day, it was important to treat everybody well because we're all living in the same village. Like nobody's getting that far away from each other. So it's important. Your reputation is important. And sometimes it's easy to think that in the digital age where we're working with people all around the world, what I do with somebody who's a thousand miles away, isn't going to have an impact one way or the other on, on our business or just on, uh, you know, my personal reputation going forward. But the reality is that because of the technology that's allowed us to work internationally, it's also enabled uh, the news of every action that you take and the way that you portray yourself uh, to be spread very quickly to anybody. And so you're right. I think it's important. Um, and then the number one motivation for why we treat people well, it, at least for me, isn't what what are they going to say about me, but it's something to keep in mind that that uh, definitely influences your business. So, Yeah. the I've had a chance to read Content Code, um, and it was awesome. I think it's it really hits what a lot of inbound agencies struggle with, where we're so preoccupied with this idea of ranking well in Google and creating content that gets indexed that we we invest all of that time and energy. And I know this is a passion of yours, Gray, is how do we leverage that further and how do we get that content to really ignite and get get it to grow legs and go out and really change things. Can you share your thoughts on any takeaways you had from what he said about building a strategy around getting getting your content shared? Yeah, he's obviously done a good job of that. So good guy to listen to as far as getting your content shared. I think there are um, there are some general principles that he touched on and that aren't very hard to track down. And then there's a lot of things that are specific to each use case and your audience. How do you get your stuff shared? Um, but I think that probably um, Mark is obviously a guy who's got a ton of good ideas, but he's also a guy who's been able to execute really well. And so even talking about uh, in, like one example from this conversation was he mentioned an idea that he had about the 
that he was going to write down and then go back to and look at later to think about creating content um, based on that idea. So just the discipline to write those ideas down and not get so caught up in ideas that he doesn't execute. So I think it's really taking the basic principles, figuring out what's going to be best for my audience, and then having the discipline to execute on that. And that's, uh, that's definitely a strength of his. Thank you for listening to Inbound Agency Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash podcast. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe or leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.